Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi everyone and welcome back to another episode of the Resiliency and Running podcast. My name is Liz and I will be your host. I'm excited for today's episode because it is another episode similar to last year's around setting unrealistic expectations, but this one is going to be focused on how you can start your running journey and just kickstart your running in 2022. So just sit back and relax and we'll just jump right into the episode. All right, welcome back to the podcast and an official happy new year. My last podcast episode was recorded in 2021. So this is like the first official episode being recorded in the new year. And I thought what better way to kick off the year than with another episode sort of centered around unrealistic expectations. I think that this time of year, a load of people are setting their new year's resolutions, if not already, and kind of thinking about that. And I think there's a lot of stuff that is portrayed in social media, stuff like that you see on TikTok around being like that girl and having green juices every morning and waking up at six and, you know, going to expensive gym classes. And I think that with resolutions, I've always sort of said, and if you haven't listened to my one from last year, I will link it in the show notes, but I think it's really important to create and center your New Year's resolutions around what is realistic to you and what is unique to you. I think it's an opportunity to really look at your life and see how do I want to improve myself this year? How do I want to truly work on myself? What areas of life do I want to work on and put more effort into? And I think there are ways to do this in a healthy manner and I think that I kind of always want to preach about this because being someone who suffered from anorexia for a few years when I was younger in high school, I think it's so important to be healthy and realistic with your New Year's resolutions and just not leap into the new year and want to like lose 50 pounds or just do a crazy fad diet. And so I really want to center this episode around how to start your running journey because I get a lot of questions about that within the podcast, within the TikTok daily running vlogs. If you're not following there, go and follow there. But before we jump into that, I will just start with some highs and lows for this week. So a high for me is definitely just the feeling of the new year and feeling like I'm starting fresh. I know that it is a bit cheesy, but I think for me, I really love sort of organizing and bullet journaling and doing that sort of thing. And so I think for me, I really like to set goals. I like to plan out my life and just kind of, you know, look at the new year and kind of see what I want to do, what goals I have, what plans I have. And so I'm very excited and it's just a good time of year to kind of be feeling like you can start fresh and kind of turn a new page. A low is definitely just, yeah, I think that the feeling of still missing family and being homesick is lingering a bit. And I think that that's just lingering from the fact that I've done my first Christmas without my family this past year. And I've spoken about it in all my previous episodes because they were all pre-recorded, but I had a lovely time with my partner's family. But I think that there's just something about spending your first Christmas without your family that is a little bit tough. But I'm definitely going to be making 
making plans to see them this year, so I'll be very excited to do that. But now let's just jump into the episode. So this episode idea kind of spanned off of a comment thread that I got from someone on TikTok around asking for a podcast episode where it was like a run with me type thing. And as much as I would love to do something like that, I think it would be quite hard to run and record and talk all at the same time. But I kind of want this to kind of mock that and be similar to that. And I want my podcast to be something that you feel like you can listen to while you're out on a run because I want to share these different tips and, you know, experiences that I've had so that you can kind of factor those into your run and your weeks and your routines and hopefully like that helps you in some sort of way or provides some sort of motivation. But I think a lot of the time I get a lot of questions around people who are really just starting out and running and either are struggling or they just don't know where to start. And I think for a while I was definitely like that as well and I didn't really take running as seriously. And so I think it's really important to like a be realistic about how and what running looks like for you what are your actual goals and you know how do you want to improve in the new year so for example if you're starting out in the new year and you have only really run like five or 10k I would definitely say you know aim for your first half marathon this year that is a very realistic goal and something that you can definitely achieve I've watched Jack achieve it and I think that with the right training and with the right sort of time and prep you can definitely achieve that. For those who have never done a 5k or a 10k, lots of friends that I know have seen a lot of success with couch to 5k and different programs sort of similar to that. And I think with these different sorts of training programs, a lot of the training programs that I found are on runnersworld.com and you can kind of filter it by what your pace is, what your goal time is, and you're kind of able to then sort of set yourself up for success rather than, you know, trying to acclimate yourself with a plan that's not suitable for you or one that doesn't meet your fitness levels. I think that it's just important to kind of be realistic about what your genuine pace is and what your you know, realistic fitness levels are. I think that a lot of the times, and I, I, do, I definitely do struggle with this as well, is that I think that it can be really hard to compare yourself. And I find that I do this a lot on Strava. I compare myself all the time to like all of my, my really fast friends who run like six and seven minute pace miles. And there is like a big part of me that for a while was really pushing myself and wanting to do that. And I kept telling myself that I just had to push myself harder and harder. And I think over time, you definitely do speed up. And I found that my pace has sped up over time, but I think it's more about being realistic and being able to kind of say, well, no, actually, you know, and this was me in 2020 saying, actually, I run like 10 minute miles and that's okay, but like, I know I'll get better and I just need to find a I just need to find a training plan that's suitable to that pace. And so whatever that pace is for you, I think it's just about being realistic. And I remember getting a DM on Instagram once kind of saying, you know, I really appreciate that you are super real about your times and, you know, being someone who runs like nine minute miles and, you know, sometimes like gets like around 830, but, you know, at the end of the day is not someone who's a six or seven minute miler and those people are incredible and I think that they're great and I definitely do still aspire to get faster but I think that for me I've just gotten into a more healthy realistic mindset of you know maybe I'll reach out one day but for now I'm not going to push my body 
past its limits. And so I've definitely seen myself speed up over time since I first trained for my first half marathon. And like, you know, then I was running 10 or 11 minute miles. I was really slow. I wasn't, you know, following a training plan. There was a point where I was just kind of running and that's okay too. If you aren't, if you aren't really training for anything and you just kind of want to go out and run for time, if you just want to run, you know, if you live in a big city like I do, I love running around London and I used to run 10, 11 minute miles and, but I was really just going to enjoy the views, take photos. And I think, you know, running is an experience that you should enjoy. And I think that with running, you know, I think it's really important that if this is an actual and realistic goal for you, that you need to be realistic in building a healthy relationship with running itself. So for anyone who's ever sort of seen running as this negative sort of, you know, oh, I need to do more cardio so that I can lose weight like I did. Running used to be like a punishment for me when I was anorexic and I would make myself slave away on the treadmill multiple times a day and it was just the worst and I dreaded running so much. And it's taken me a lot of time to turn that relationship around. So if you're still in that negative mindset, I think it's really important to take the time to be realistic about, you know, if I start running again, is this going to trigger me or am I strong enough mentally and physically to be able to turn this relationship around into a positive relationship? Because actually, I love how strong my legs are and I love how strong my body is and I'm not trying to lose weight. I'm not doing this to lose weight. I'm doing this because I want to build my endurance. I want to, you know, set goals. I want to run a half marathon. I want to run a full marathon. I think that all of that is achievable for anyone and everyone, but I think it's all about being realistic about the journey itself and you know, if you're starting out the year and the most that you've done is a 5K, a marathon may not be something that you achieve this year, but it definitely could be in the coming years. But I think it's about looking at your running journey as a longitudinal journey and something that you'll be able to do for life. I think that I'm definitely someone who wants to be running when she's, you know, 40, 50, 60. And I'm someone who is challenging myself to do the Abbott's World Majors and I want to run every world major around the world but realistically I know that that's going to take time and I know that that's going to take years probably but for me if that means being able to kind of use this opportunity to stretch out my running journey and you know have the ch- this challenge for now and then maybe build another challenge in the future I think that it's just all about coming up with that positive mentality and that positive mindset because I don't really think that you know going into running is possible unless you look at it positively and don't get me wrong you'll definitely have tough days you will have days where it is so hard to get out of bed and this is if you're a morning runner or if you've just finished work and you are so tired from the day and you do not want to go out for a run and it is so dark because it's daylight savings and it's winter and you live in a cold part of the world, there are definitely a lot of blockers that hold people back from achieving their goals. But I think that if you take it one step at a time and if you are starting out fresh, start really easy and start with like really small goals and just build these small goals over time and don't, don't try and set yourself up for failure. Set really small goals that you know are achievable because once you're able to tick off those goals and say, yeah, I achieved that, it's going to feel so good. And then you can go to the next goal and the next goal rather than, you know, trying to achieve something massive, something that you're not trained for, that you're not prepped for. You'll risk injuring yourself. You'll risk just giving up in the end and you'll kind of just risk, you know, being able to kind of 
build out that journey long term. I think that running is something that you can do for a very long time and you can incorporate it in so many different ways of life. And it's not something that you have to do every day. It's not something that I used to do every day. But, you know, when I did do it every day, when I had a negative relationship with it, I dreaded it. But it's different now because for me, I wake up and I want to go out for the run and I'm so excited to go and feel that runner's high. And for many of you, you know, people may not know what the runner's high is like, but I think over time, when you start to build that endurance and you start to build up your ability to run for longer, you will eventually experience it. I promise you. And, you know, for some people, it's just about going out and trying to keep yourself running for 15, 20 minutes and then going out the next day or the next week and trying to go for 30 minutes. And you don't need to go fast. You definitely can go slow. And, you know, there's a lot of research to be said and um, that's been done around running at a pace that is slow enough that your heart rate stays at 150 or below. And so I think it's really important to do your research as well before you start your running journey. And, you know, if if that includes talking to a professional, then that's definitely something that I'd recommend. But I think at the end of the day, it's really just all about a, you know, really being realistic about your goals, like definitely set goals for yourself, set up some goals for the year, but be realistic about them look at what your pace is, look at, you know, what your endurance is, what your fitness abilities and goals are, and then set goals that are unique to you, that are realistic to you. Don't look at the people who, you know, are ultra marathon runners on social media and try and compare yourself to them because they're at a very different point in their running journey to you. B is definitely just to take it one day at a time. And that involves some days you just say no and you can't do it because you wake up and you don't feel well or you wake up and you're just not having a great day and you just need a mental health day. It's just about being realistic and, you know, everyone's at different points in their journey and it's okay to take a day off and it's okay to take a day for yourself. But, you know, being able to kind of take that day, make sure that you take care of yourself mentally and then being prepared to kind of conquer that run the next day or the next week or whenever you feel ready. And lastly, I'd say just to make sure that you're having fun. And I think it's just so important to reiterate that it's so important that you have a positive relationship with running because if you want to make it, you know, this longitudinal journey that you get to do when you're you know, in your 20s and your 30s and your 40s, you need to make sure that it's something that you actually enjoy. And so if you're just starting out, make sure that you're taking it one day at a time and you're just really, you know, listening to your body and listening to its cues because your body does give itself cues. Feed yourself properly, you know, no matter where you are at your training um, journey, it's so important, I think, to fuel yourself pre, during, and post. Sometimes, With shorter runs, you don't typically have to be feeding yourself during, but, you know, everyone's different. And I think it's just really important to make sure that you are feeding yourself properly, hydrating, and just making sure that you're taking care of yourself because running does really take it out of you. And if you don't feed yourself properly and you don't, you know, refeed your body after a long run, you need to kind of reestablish those carbohydrates. And and you kind of just need to make sure that you're hydrating properly because, you know, it running just takes it a lot out of your body and it's really important to continue to monitor that and just listen to your body. And yeah, everyone's different, but I think that it's just important to, you know, start the year on a positive note and just make sure that you are 
looking at running as a positive opportunity to better yourself if this is an actual goal for you and not to sort of try and compare yourself and do a running plan that someone you know much more experienced is doing and just being realistic and you know creating a plan creating goals that are unique and that are going to work for you that you can definitely commit to All right, everyone, that's going to wrap up another episode of the Resiliency in Running podcast. I really do hope that you enjoyed it. Please do check out the show notes as I have a link for my fundraiser for Alzheimer's Society as I'm running in the Paris and Berlin Marathon this year. And then check out how to connect with me on social media. But otherwise, I will see you in the next episode. Bye.